new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Josina Anderson, host of The Crew. This is episode 26, and today we have a very special guest. But for now, I'm not going to announce it because my co-host, Morris Chestnut, has no idea who it is. So we want to maintain the secret. I may have to even retape this intro just for the sake of the live portion right now. But also, we have Clarence Hill coming into the show, Star Telegram, longtime reporter for the Cowboys, in here to talk about three NFC East teams right now representing the NFC in the playoffs. So we're talking about that. And of course, you know, tragedy struck the NFL last night. We're yeah. going to get into that as well as far as uh, vigil still being kept over DeMar Hamlin at a local hospital right now. Uh, before we get to the show, I always tell you where you can find the podcast. You can download the Odyssey app on your phones or wherever you get your pod or simply type in the URL thecrewnyc.com. Thecrewnyc.com will take you directly to our YouTube page. But without further delay, let's head to our crew call. Well, look, look who it is. Morris Chestnut, not boys in the hood, but in the hood. What is going on? Are you are you thugging rugging it? Are you are you yeah, both yeah, harmony this yeah, morning? Yeah, yeah, it's the thuggish ruggish bone. Nah, uh, okay. Well, you, you know, Denzel Washington turned bad guy in, uh, what, what's that, uh, Alonzo, what, training, training day. So day. Uh, are we seeing Achilles turn for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I'm doing my own little training day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Claire, <laughs> what, what do you feel What do you feel about this? Is, is, is it working or it's not working for Claire? Well, I mean, I think after the, Eagle, after the Eagles have lost two straight games, you know, he's trying to reach for something, man. He got he to gotta Debo up, get Alonzo on us. You know, he's got to. Get those Eagles back right. How you doing, man? Yeah. Happy New Year to both of you okay. guys. Happy, happy, happy New Year to you, Clarence. Happy New Year. Yes, Clarence. I did not get my car for my um for my New Year's gift. I was very disappointed. I'm I'm used to getting things wrapped in a red bow outside of my door. So what happened to you this year? <laughs> oh, 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 you I looking got, over I your got, shoulder? Am I, I talking kids. to guys so sad? I got what? two kids in college. Okay. Oh, two, oh you got two, two kids, kids in college. Oh, okay. Clarence with two kids in college. Okay. I, I was there at one point, man. I was that hurts. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Private, okay. private school, college too. So hey, uh -huh, okay. you gotta get in line. You got to get out in of, line. Out of state? What you say? And I was asking if they're out of state. Oh, one is at Howard University, a senior at Howard. One is one is going to Rice in Texas, both private schools. So yeah, okay, yeah, we got to get in line. All right, we're gonna go rough. straight to our quick huddle topic <laughs> this morning. Big news at Monday Night Football last night. Here we go. Well, obviously, last night, uh, people were tuning in to see Monday Night Football, not exactly the way that we uh, thought it was going to turn out um, with the Bills in town to play um, the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, right now, we know that uh, something very unexpected, um, uh, noteworthy, uh, and just um, outright not good happened to Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. 24-year-old uh, safety in critical condition right now at a local hospital in Cincinnati um, after tackling uh, T. Higgins and going into cardiac arrest, according to uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, according to a statement that they released overnight, we know that his uh, vitals are normal, but they did sedate him and uh, put him uh, in a resting state while they um, assist his breathing as well. 
So first and foremost, Clarence, I just want to get your uh, reaction to what you saw last night and how that just impacted you uh, overall. I mean, it impacted everybody. I mean, first of all, I'd like to commend the reporters at ESPN and, 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 and Mrs. Salters and Ryan Clark and how they handled the situation because, you know, there, there's no game plan for that. The NFL, no, no one knew how to handle that. And, and, it, and it's still chilling. I mean, DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped beating on the field. And you saw the players' reaction, and and they absolute fear. You're talking about men that would run through a wall; they have no fear, and there was absolute fear in their eyes, and tears coming down their faces, and you know, just you know, all the care and concern uh, for Demar Hamlin, and 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 you know, it, it was a scary moment, scary side. Hopefully, as we continue to pray for him, and everything is okay. His mother was there. He's from the Pittsburgh area. I went to the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, it's again, I, I don't know if anybody has the right words for what we saw last night. Uh, I'm just glad the players, uh, the coaches stepped up and did the right thing. And, 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 and I don't know, you know, there's so questions about who made the call to counsel the game. But, you know, if you just watched it, there was no way they could go forward with that game mm-hmm. last night. And I'm just glad uh, somebody made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Morris, how did that impact you last night? It's you know it's uh, it's it's very sobering um, when, when when something like this happens and transpires on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the game and you know even as fans and you know we see. I, I think sometimes uh, as fans you, you 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 don't really feel like some of these players are human. They're able to, they're so physical and large and just just you know just so abnormal. But this is is very sobering when. You know, someone so young and athletic and healthy, something like this can happen. It's just very sobering. It's um, our hearts and like Clarence said, our hearts and prayers go out to his family. And it just really puts things into perspective that it ultimately, it truly is just a game. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think people and we do lose sight of that. I lose sight of that because I'm such a fan and I want my team to win so bad so I can talk mess to someone else so they can talk mess to me or whatever. But this really, really puts things in perspective and, and things like this happen, you know, every so often and remind you that it's just it's just a game. So, Clarence, how do you think the NFL should proceed from here? Obviously, you know, uh, Troy Vincent and the NFL brass made the uh, decision to uh, call the game. They said that there was never going to be a five minute warning period. He said that on a conference call last night that I was uh, a part of and listened to. Um, how they, how should they proceed? Is this just a matter of, you know, canceling the game last night or should uh, all of week 18 potentially be under a pause? Yeah, you know, uh, as far as the, the game last night, I, I just don't know how you can play, they can replay this game or continue this game. I don't know. You know, with, with, with week 18 and, and them having to play again on Sunday, you know, I, I just think that, I, you know, I'm not advocating putting week 18 on pause, but mm. this game should not be replayed and just let mm. the chips fall on what they may, whether you give them a tie uh, or give them both the win. Just, just you know, just just let the chips fall on they may. I know it has implications for our seedings, but the most important L here is, is DeMar Hamlin's life, not, you know, that they, they took a loss and somebody's not going to get – you know, the number one seed in the playoffs, they're all in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not going to really affect the playoffs, you know, and, and who's in the playoffs, I don't think right now, you know, so just, just move forward because these guys, there's no way, number one, they can replay this game 
and also play a game on Sunday. I don't know if the, the members of the Bills can be ready to play a game on Sunday, let mm-hmm. alone, you know, just, just, you know, the way they were looking last night and feeling last night. We still don't know mm-hmm. if um, Hamlin is out the woods yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it certainly depends on what happens, Hamlin, what happens with Hamlin, how he comes out of the situation. I think that that should determine, you know, how they proceed for the weekend as well. But there's no way you can replay this game. Morris, your quick thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, it's 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 really going to affect uh, the Bills in, in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have conversations, I have a long conversation with my son just about a lot of different things as we always do in, in life. And sometimes uh, when 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 people are that young, uh, they kind of feel they don't they don't really understand their mortality um, or how, how serious things can be. And I think in this locker room, someone like this, you, as you can see on the field, how much it affected all the players. Um, I think I agree with Clarence. I think they just got to let this one go, call it a tie, do do whatever you have to do, but just move on um, from from this game. And I'm not sure, you know, maybe they should suspend uh, week 18 and just push everything back, um, everything back a week. I mean, maybe maybe they should do that. Do you, Clarence, really quickly, do you think that uh, what happened last night will give the NFL or the league or even people who cover it any additional perspective on Tua Tagovailoa as far as how, you know, the league even handled that? We know uh, last week that Tua did not play. Um, you know, the NFL came out and said that the uh, they did the review and the concussion protocol was not initiated. Um, it was initiated afterwards. I've had my thoughts about the fact that it should have been initiated regardless. You should need to report or show symptoms for it to be initiated. Sometimes I think a head whiplash in and of itself should prompt the protocol. But lastly, real quick, before we move on, do you think uh, this will give even greater perspective over Tua's prognosis for even coming back this season? Yeah, I mean, I think there are two separate entities, you know, the two situation, you know, with the multiple concussions and, and all of that. I, I think that there's, you know, obviously they say they follow the, you know, the protocols right with Tua, but when you've had a previous head injury, I think that when you hit your head or something like that, you know, it, there's something else to trigger to be in place. You know, there, there, something is falling through the cracks or with, with the Tua situation. There's no way, you know, they, they should not have known he had another concussion. You know whether it's you know whether it's the players or the spotters, whatever else. But you know certainly these are totally two different entities, especially since we understand that you know the Hamlin situation may have been a just a once in a lifetime event, just depending on how his heart was going and in the, in, the, in the perfect hit at the perfect time and and all that other stuff. But but with two, I don't know if he should play again this season. I don't know if he should play again ever. You know, and those are questions that and decisions that that have to be made in the off season. Regarding Tua, because you know, once you get him, you get another one, and and certainly next season, I mean, he could get a concussion in the first game, he could get a concussion in training camp. So, you know, his in his situation is certainly different. Uh, I don't like how Miami handled the Tua situation from the beginning, so I don't Which trust. Which one? Which one? The, the latest one? The first one. The first one. The first one. They dropped the ball on that from the beginning, so I don't trust them in the process of how, how they're handling Tua at all. And let me and let me just say this. I think if there is any industry in the world, um, any sports uh, uh, team in the world, a sports league in the world, the NFL of all people should be should always err on the side of caution. I mean, it's a billion dollar in, a billion dollar business where you have a pre, a player's health and sometimes their life is put on the line every single week. 
So when you have that, you should always err on the side of caution. So you don't, you know, so you lose an extra, you know, billion dollars, whatever it is, $100,000, whatever it is to to uh, lose a game or push the league, but push the, 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 uh, the games back another week or whatever you have, always err on the side of caution. Your NFL prints money and the players are most risk in the NFL than any other sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that they should always err on the side of caution. You know, Real quickly, hold on. Tom Brady just tweeted this, uh, and it was retweeted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're praying for DeMar and his family this morning in Tampa. Moments like this put uh, into perspective what it means to play this game we love. Thankful for our communities in Cincinnati and Buffalo for the overwhelming level of care and support. I know they'll continue uh, to provide clearance. One one quick comment on this, and we got to move on. Well, I just want to say that the problem with the NFL is that the players are inherently taught to be tough and play Mm -hmm. through stuff and stay on the field and and, and and so, you know, it, it's hard for the NFL, even the league, to police injury situation when players won't be honest about it because of the the the, the, the mentality of, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be back on the field with my my, my teammates and, and and go, quote, unquote, go to battle with them and not, not let them down. And, you know, it, players have to take their own health and make that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you know, we're going to keep um... – you know, vigilance over the situation with Damar Hamlin in the uh, hospital. I was talking to a lead source late last night at 4 a.m. They were still up trying to make sure that the Bills who arrived late in Buffalo, uh, people around the team had the resources that they need to deal with this. So um, working overnight and through sunrise, I don't even think uh, some of them went home last night. Uh, and clearly no one is talking about uh, scheduling as of what's going to happen right now, because uh, as I heard, even of this morning, again, the focus as of today is still on uh, Damar Hamlin and what's going on with him. Uh, but without further ado, we are going to switch over to uh, Crew Crib because we do have a special guest on the other side for our Uber Eagles fan, Morris Chestnut, and his Colgate smile uh, oh, really? that he got on the Best Man Final Chapters. I don't know if you guys have been checking that out on Peacock as uh, what's his name? Clarence keeps dropping spoilers on our show. But we will go over to Crew Crib right now. Well, look a look. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's good? What's good? No, what's you up, y'all? Know, you thought you knew up? who it was going to be. Okay, that it okay. Is That's what I'm talking about. In the building. What up? What up? What up? How y'all doing? Good, man. It's good. Uh, Morris, are you okay? Do, do we need to get some fans for you? Hey, you know yeah, I'm very, I'm, uh, listen, listen, let me just say this. Let me say I'm very excited to have BG on the show. BG, you know, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Now, and congratulations on, you know, your double-digit sack season, man, because, you know, you done been through every, you've been, been through it all, man. You done been through, you know, scheme shifts from the 3-4 to the 4-3 and, you know, and then last year when you had to, when you, when you tore your Achilles, everybody was like, was, is you, are you done? Are you done? More time to show you know year. everything about you. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. I got to give my man some props, man. This is, this is cool. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, and this is, this is some, this is a story that I always like to show, you know, my kids because it's definitely a story of resilience. You know, people doubted BG, you know, um, you know, all this time, especially last year when he got that injury. So he rehabbed and came back and have a double-digit sack injury, man. So congratulations to that, brother. Man, thank you, man. Uh, you, you already know, you said it right there, man. This, this resilience that I had to have to 
the people around me telling me the right things and then me talking to myself in the right way. Because, man, it's a lot of things that you go through uh, that I didn't know I was stressing about until I actually talked about it. Communication, knowing your feelings, knowing how you feel. Uh, I got a little deeper for myself. But, man, it, it do feel good uh, now to come back this year, man, to do everything uh, that I thought about. But it exceeded. Uh, God have done so much way more than I thought he would do this year. Man, the year stuff, man, that, that came out of nowhere. And I'm just happy, man, trying to enjoy the moment because I'm having fun and it's going too fast. That's yes, great, yeah. So hold on, let's make sure we give him his proper introduction. Okay, okay, Super Bowl right, champ, pro bowler, Eagles defensive end, Brandon Graham in the building for the crew crib. Let's make sure yeah. we drop them accolades, okay? We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you. man. So, hey, so, so BG, so now uh, there, there was also, because even in that whole transition from, you know, when you, when you came in and then we brought Chip in and then the scheme shift, and people were even doubting you back then, man. You, you've been going through so much. What has been, what has kept you going? What has been the drive for you this whole time? Uh, you know what? It's still, I still carry that chip on my shoulder every day like they're trying to get rid of me. I can't let them, you know? So I'm going to make right. it hard for them every day, uh, one day at a time. And I, uh, that's what I tell the young guys. Every day in practice, man, that's how, that's, what you, that's how you get paid. You get paid to, you get paid to practice. And so I go out there every day. And let Lane know, man, I'm sorry I got to do this to you, but we got to sharpen each other. And, right, and, right, right. And, I, and I'm telling you, man, it served me well. Of course, God is number one. And then, you know, with my mindset, I'm just, I'm just going out there and having fun. I said, at the end of the day, I just want to have, it's a game. You want to have fun. You know what I'm saying? You want to be safe. And, um, and you just want to make sure that you maximize any relationship or anything that uh, come your way. Uh, for, for when you're done, because this game don't last uh, that long either. So, now, also, yeah. now also, see what, what probably people, and I, let me, I'll let y'all get to it. I got one more thing. <laughs> what, what people probably also don't know, BG, though, if, if they're not an Eagles fan, is that you've gone through all of this, all of the doubt, all the, 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 the challenges, with a smile on your face to be infectious in the locker room. You're a huge influence on that whole entire locker room. I don't think people around the country know that. Oh, man. And it's, like I said, it's that mindset. Um, my mom always used to get on me about, are you so negative? The world already negative. You know, you, you, you want to add to it. So, you know, I, I kind of carry that with me. And every time I get into a slump, I talk about it, you know, my sister. Uh, because how you talk to yourself is everything. And so, man, um, not saying every day is, is, is a great day, but I do try to voice, uh, now that I understand and in tune with my feelings and know what I feel, uh, I try to do a better job of articulating how I feel, getting it out, and then putting that smile on because I'm, I'm trying to help somebody else, you know? Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. That's great. I'll let somebody else go ahead. Go I mean, ahead. Now, that we, now that we finished the fan portion of the segment. <laughs> now we're done with the fan portion of the segment. BJ Clarence Hill forward start talking. I cover the Cowboys, but I, but I watched the Eagles defense and how much fun is it to play with that defense line? I always say you can't be a great defense line without great without horses up front. Y'all got a plethora of horses up front. And and we together with it. It ain't like I've been on a team where, you know, we got a good D line, but you know, personalities, people won't wanna uh, be the be the number one guy. But man, this year, man, we having a lot of fun. A lot of guys just uh trying to do give up themselves to get you to sack. Uh, we're trying to get our young boys to sack now, um, you know, this year uh, to, to add to it because, man, we know uh, it takes all of us. And 
Uh, nobody is greater than nobody in our room. Uh, it takes a togetherness that you gotta have, and it's just being live. It ain't it ain't hard because we and flex. We it's just we bounce we bounce good off each other, and everybody respects us. And I'm trying to I'm trying to take full advantage of making sure that I'm I'm asking God first what you need me to tell him, and then whatever's on my heart, I try to tell him, man, and uh, I try to show it by what I do every day, uh, by how I carry myself as a pro. And man, it's been working out this year. Honestly, it's been this been the best year, man. I've had with a team, even though we won a Super Bowl that year, we was together then. But it's it's deeper. It's a little deeper this year, especially in the D line one. Yeah, it has to be deeper because you guys had some great players coming into the season. You had, you, you had great phrase addition, big time horse in the draft, and then you add guys in the middle of the season. Add two big horses, Sue and the guys in the middle of the season. They come in and. And certainly, if, if made the great transition in adding those guys, how was it adding those guys in the middle of the season? And what did you know about Sue coming in? And what, what have you learned now? Well, I know Sue is way different than what he was before. Yeah. Me and him, we got kids now, so it's a little different. It's a little meaning. different meaning. Life is different for him. <laughs> he even said it himself. We talked uh, for a long time because I knew Sue before this because we have mutual friends. And so, um, you know, I would always talk to him. I would hear stories here and there. Uh, <laughs> Sue is this, and he's selfish, this and that, but he's business savvy, and he always, uh, you know, that's I, I understand where, he, where he's at in his life, and right now he's not trying to get there no more uh, like he's always been. He had that grind in him, and it was a little selfish uh, at times, and so I understood exactly what he was saying, uh, but now it's totally different. He's coming in, he's going to be, play his role. Linval Joseph, uh, pros, pro, man, best dude that just was sitting down because he got hurt last year. People didn't know what's up. And uh, how he took a chance on the man is definitely been paying dividends for us uh, as far as personality and on top of that, uh, you know, he, he hustled and he, and he do a lot of stuff uh, pre-practice before uh, this good regiments for uh, young guys to uh, look up to. So, but hold on, because uh, BG, last week we had T.O. on the show and they're talking about Russell Wilson and the impact of domestication on one's, you know, playing ability. And so here, Clarence, and you're talking about, oh, you know, and Dominican Sue post-domestication and you said you knew what things were before now, but you are portraying it in terms of a positive thing, although that wasn't necessarily how it was going before, although... You know, T.O. did say that he still has the skill set to throw and all those other things. But sometimes when you go through family life, things happen. But, you know, are, are you saying the opposite of Clarence? Or are, why are you making up your face? Go ahead, BG. Go I'm, ahead. Trying to, I'm trying to figure out what are you talking How you invoke me into this conversation? I'm just saying because you <laughs> was on the show. And by the way, Charles James is joining us, uh, former NFL DB in the cut. We'll say what's up real quick. What up? What up? What up? What up? We First of all, Yeah, we appreciate you. Man, I'm chilling. All right. All right, BG, go with that. So say that again. What you, yeah, what no, I'm just saying because, you know, they were just talking about how sometimes domestication can have the opposite effect on a player. I was just curious if you, if you bought into that. That's all. Well, what, uh, you talking about what, uh, Russell Wilson? Oh, Russell Wilson or just what you were saying now that Indomitian Sue is, you know, uh, having his yeah. play and the way he's playing with you all or just how his yeah. life is evolved I, as well. I think, yeah, you know, it's how your life evolved, your situation. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of single guys – uh, is on the is on the go is on the go, and you hope that they uh, be for the team because that'd be the hard part because it's a lot of guys out here that's looking up to some guys that they don't need to look up to on on these teams, and uh, it's, it's just because they don't have a woman at home that can keep them together. I'm telling you, it's a little. Once I got a woman at home, things started 
flowing for me a little more. I was in places that I shouldn't have been. I shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying, hanging with people I shouldn't have been. And then, you know, it's just, it put things in perspective for sure uh, on what really matters. Because when uh, when I got hurt my first year, a lot, of, a lot of people wasn't messing with me because I was labeled a bus. A lot of people stopped communicating with me. I learned a lot because I used to hang around people I shouldn't have just from being too nice. You know what I'm saying? But it, uh, life happened and I learned from it. Some people do, some people don't. But like I said, when I, when you get that woman in your life, it's something different that uh, changed me. And I got my kids. It's even more of like that drive of every day just trying to enjoy the moment because they come and go. My kids are already six and three. Like, where did the time go already? Slow down, baby girl. Ah, you know what I'm saying? So you're just trying to just, I, I feel like, yeah, like um, it, Sue has definitely evolved into that leader and man, and, uh, you know, and it, because of his woman. I'm telling you. Charles, hold on. Like, just ask Charles if he can relate to that real quick. Charles, can you relate to what uh, BG was just saying? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you have to get you a girl at home, man, because like you say, you end up at these spots. I mean, whether it's you just out late, you going to these clubs, you just engaging in stuff that you normally wouldn't do. But having a woman at home, you know, keep your head on straight, eat some responsibility, just give you some like peace of mind with another person that you have to be mindful of, you know, like that, that keeps you out of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. so so me, more. Yeah, so 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 BG, a couple things. One one may be a little bit sober note. So I know we had the situation last night in a national mm -hmm. televised game. Our prayers prayers go out to him. But maybe people don't know if they didn't follow the Philly that we had a moment like that on um on Sunday with, with Josh Sweat. You know, yeah. how is how is Sweat doing, man? I know he said he's gonna come back, you know, before the end of the season. How did it affect the team and, and how do you feel about everything? Uh, Sweaty, he was he was good on the on the uh, on the ground. They just told him not to get up because of precaution. Uh, he oh, was feeling okay. numb. He was feeling numb because we was talking to him out there. I was like, Sweaty, come on, man, get up, get up. He like, I'm good, I'm good. You know, they just told me to stay down. I'm like, oh, okay, but you know, we just then we got to joking a little bit. Uh, okay, good. And, and it was cool. It was really good, uh, good situation. Um, but it was scary at the same time, man, and it made me realize like how serious one play and you get out of position, how things could just go. Even last night, uh, the way he got hit in his chest, I felt like he kind of got hit and then he kind of got up too fast and then bam, like, you know, things locked up. And I didn't even understand that it was uh, a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like, woo, you know, but the way he got hit in his chest, it could have triggered anything. And so it just made me just um, really, I, you know, appreciate when I can get out these games, man, healthy, uh, because yes. this game is dangerous. It's definitely yeah. dangerous. And it has sure. an effect after a while. Like, even right now, my forehead is sore from the banging, from, you know, going hard, doing what I'm doing. But th it's a price that you got to pay. And by sure. Wednesday, Thursday, I feel better. But that's the stuff that people don't know, and that's the stuff that I get, like, nervous about. Like, come on, come on, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? You've been doing this 13 years. Why are you a little sore, a little more sore than you normally are? Uh, talking to yourself, having them talks, and then, uh, and, and like I said last night, just put it in perspective, man. Uh, man, just take care of yourself. If you ain't, if you, I know I'm trying to get to 15, but if your body ain't telling you 15, just let it go. Because uh, I know you love the game, get into the coaching. Like I'm having all these talks with myself, uh, but you know, it, it really does uh, put it in a perspective. So you, you think know, trying to get to 15, huh? Trying to get to 15, yeah, that's Ooh. all we're gonna go. Cause Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis was my uh, was my guy, and man, it's so crazy how things uh, panned out for me being with the same team for these many years. Yeah, uh, and then him being there for that many years, 
I'm just like, man, it's crazy. Uh, and I follow him because I was a middle linebacker all the way till I got to college. Then I got bigger. Uh, they moved me to defensive end, and uh, I've been playing DN since since college. But uh, he was somebody I looked up to, and uh, it's just crazy how stuff uh, panning out in my career. DG, really quickly though, what do you think? Uh, based on the way you saw things transpire with DeMar Hamlin uh, Monday Night Football last night, and obviously uh, the game being at least indefinitely postponed right now, that the league should do with respect to uh, just that matchup and or Week 18 games, period? Uh, you know, first, I, I, I got to see what's happening with with, uh, with him first, you know, uh, that's going to dictate a lot. And I think that, um, you know, if anything, those guys, every, I know it's for seeding, but everybody's in the playoffs already, you know. I mean, we're we talking about somebody's life right now. Um, I don't think they should, uh, but I know that's above my pay grade. But at the end of the day, I just, I'm just i just throwing my opinion out. I think that, you know, it's either, you know, fair to have both of them get a win or, you know what I'm saying, or I, I don't see it. I don't see you trying to play another game and then you might have to play on Saturday. Hey, hey real, real, real quickly, Justina, um, we got BJ on the phone, and just a, just kind of a, a glimpse inside the mind of NFL player. When you saw what transpired last night, did you, did you call your teammates? Were y'all on a group text? How did y'all process that during that moment, during that game? See, you know, because NFL is a brotherhood. I know you guys all felt it. Certainly, you know, with the dry sweat situation, you got to see and do a thumbs up, and he let you know he was okay on the field. Bill's teammates didn't get to find out if their teammate was okay. You just get a thumbs up or something like that. They never got that, you know, on the field. Yeah. Who, who was going through y'all's mind? Did y'all have a group text? How did y'all process that last night? Well, last night uh, we know that um, coach, if, if they if they head coach is 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 as good, like which I know he is, because I have McDermott. Uh, uh, he's communicating to the guys, sending out mass texts uh, through the team works, uh, what they do already, putting it on the schedule, letting them know um, every every update because everybody is right now in a panic. Not even panic, but just a worry of, man, what's going on? They talking to each other. You see what happened last night, man? I can't believe I seen that. Uh, I know a couple of the guys um, texted me this morning just saying, man, I can't believe that happened in the game. Two games, our game and, um, um, you know, that game last night. And, you know, just got to take care of ourselves. You know, we just showing a little love to each other, letting each other know, like like we said, uh, appreciate when you can get off that field clean because, uh, it's one wrong turn, one wrong move. Uh, it could be, it could be paralyzed. Anything, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I just, I just know that we all are just trying to make sure he's okay. That's really what the bottom line is. So my, my last thing before we let you go, BG. Now, Philadelphia, man, we've had some of the most dominant lines in the history of the NFL. You know, we had them boys. We had Clyde. We had Jerome, Reggie, all mm-hmm. the boys in that line right there. You guys, were you guys aware that you were going to break the sack record and pass, pass them? What, was there talk about it? Were you guys aware of, aware of it or did you just go out there and play? What, what's the talk going on in the locker room? The goal for the year was to be the best D-line and to make sure that we had the best, um, the, the best pass rush for the year. Uh, and that's had the most sacks. And so when we started being able to catch certain teams that, that played way before us, Man, it just—it's no pressure, but you start to see a, a togetherness where we like, hey, let's run this. Cause uh, I, this last game, me and me and Hargrave was running different games to get each other free, and, and you could just—you could just tell, man, that togetherness of people just want to see people win, cause we can see it in our sights, man. And 
it, we do it within the scheme. We don't go pressing for it, but we do talk about it a lot now that, now that it's here. Uh -huh. It's being brought up a lot. Cool. So uh, really quickly, BG, obviously can't have you not, you know, come through and not talk about uh, Jalen Hurts. We know that, um, you know, he didn't play the last two games. You guys are are obviously, you know, fighting as hard as you can with Gardner Minshew. Uh, you know, that being said, your coach said after the game that if he's ready to go, he will play. But obviously Jalen Hurts' health will come first. Um, can you just speak to uh, what you feel like is kind of the realization even more of Jalen Hurts' impact on this team without him uh, the last two weeks? And even though specifically uh, Lane Johnson as well, um, you know, just with uh, the protection of the line and, and Driscoll coming in for him as well. You know what? I, I look at it as an opportunity for other guys to – uh, get out, get get the game reps that they need uh, because we know we're in the playoffs. That's one thing, uh, and I hate to see my guys going down get, as we're getting closer to the real thing. Uh, that's the playoff run that we got to go on. But I do love that we got time. Uh, we win this game, we get another bye week, another week for Jalen uh, if he don't play this week. Um, you know to get healthy. And I just think that um, it gives other people opportunity. That's going to serve us well down the line. Even though we lost these last two games, I learned I learned a whole lot about my team. I learned about I learned about my depth, the depth of guys uh, that's behind certain guys. Uh, we didn't get CD back this week. Um, you know, Black Blackenship uh, got got some experience in there. He's been in this pressure. He's been in a big game like Dallas. Uh, you know, night game, uh, and that's going to help us uh, later on. Uh, where he don't have them early jitters that he normally would have if he didn't get those reps. So I, I'm just hoping that everybody come back at the right time, feeling good, uh, and we just get this win this week. But uh, Jalen Hurts uh, has shown that he's the guy. And right. you can tell that he's the guy, and I'm happy because mm. uh, he made himself a lot of money, uh, even off the field these last couple of weeks. Uh, and he worked his butt off this whole offseason. And, man, I just can't wait to see what he do. There you go. All right, well, listen, we appreciate having you on and jumping in from the crib on your day off. You know, Eagles trying to do their thing still. Morris, I know. Uh, any, any any final sign-off really quickly to your no, boy? Hey, I mean, just, this hey, is a love just pass. Congrats on the season so far. I know, I know you guys aren't where you want to be just yet because, you know, you want that ultimate prize. You know, yeah. so congrats so far, man. I'm down with you, man, and just uh, keep it going, BG. Hey, let's go. We're going we to make you proud, man. I'm telling you, we're going to get it. Hey BG, before you sign off, tell us who, um, tell us what your name is and that you're watching the crew. This is Brandon Graham with the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're watching the crew. All right, we appreciate you. Thank you, BG. Appreciate you, BG. I appreciate y'all. Have, right, have a good All one. Right. Thank Happy you. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, and with that, we are moving over to the headlines. Let's go. All right, all right. I don't know what is going on, Charles, but there you go. There you go. There I'm back. you go. I'm back. You Sorry are about back. That. Hey, listen, that was a big treat to have BG on. MC, how you feel about that? Oh, I think. Oh, thank you. I think it was. I thought it was going to be Derek Augustine. You know, come here talking about the Saints, but uh, but no, I think it's. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, BG is. Uh, you know, he's truly an inspiration, man. Because uh, a lot of people have doubted him. You know, since he didn't come out the gates. You know, when we drafted him, he didn't come out the gates as people expected. And he had a couple of uh, scheme shifts and a couple of different defensive coordinator changes. And this was to so persevere through all that and then go through the Achilles injury last year and get finally get double digit sacks for the first time in his career. It's an inspiration. 
So now you were more you you were more excited about that when you broke that rushing record than the best man. <laughs> 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 that, that, was, that was pretty sweet. I had a giant uniform on. I couldn't feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Morris, he's still getting you. He's still getting you. With that <laughs> hey, look, let's talk about we were talking about the NFC East when we were signing off there with BG. Um, obviously the Giants making the playoffs. Their record right now nine six and one. The Jets don't miss it. After Geno Smith comes back on his former team and gets the win, they are seven and nine. Last year they were four and thirteen. Before that, with Adam Gase, though, they were two and fourteen. Charles, what do you think of the fact that it is the Giants of the New York teams that are making it into uh, the playoffs? And does this impact your thoughts about what a coaching staff should be able to accomplish in year one? So. For me, for one, I am a Daniel Jones fan. Everybody oh. got on me when I said Daniel Jones is just like Josh Allen. He just don't have an offensive line and the weapons. I'm still standing on that because I'm a firm believer that Daniel Jones can get the things done. He still can make moves with his feet inside the pocket. He can do a lot of things throwing the football. He has the same type of capabilities, but he does not have the weapons. He does not have a step on the hell. He don't even have a receiver going to catch the ball. So we're going to start there. Then he don't have an offensive line. Now, what they should be able to accomplish, I'm absolutely proud of them being able to accomplish. Now, if they're going to do anything when they get in there, we got to see. I think the defense is playing okay. I think long as they continue to get Saquon Barkley involved, everything else will come together. Like I mm -hmm. said, they're not going to be an explosive team that's putting up 25 to 30 points, and they're going to get in a shootout. They're going to mm. get you into those 17-14 ball games, keep it close, make a play, and hopefully get to the next round. That's what they're going to do. Why you make a face? Why you make a face? He just hurt me when he said Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. I just was I'm just, standing I didn't, on I didn't, that, Clarence. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I, stayed. I just didn't. I didn't. I, I just did. I did. I was, I was. I've been watching Daniel Jones' whole career. I, I, I ain't seen it. I'm just sorry. Josh okay. Allen was a dude who was throwing the ball crazy, fumbling the ball wild. Mm. They don't forget that. They, they forget how soon we forget. Josh Allen was the same guy who scrambled through the ball just up in the air. But we forget that because he has had and he has earned. A great season. The season before this, he's coming along well. Everybody takes growth. Okay. And he's also up under a great coaching staff. Now, okay. he just got Brian and those guys in New York. So we have to see what happens. But don't okay. bite him off. Right. Go ahead, Morris. So, Jump so, in there. So, so that being said, Charles, I'm, I'm going to hear where you at with this. So <laughs> right now, well, even right now, in the offseason, you're saying then that the Giants – should go ahead and sign Daniel Jones to a contract extension and not look for any other quarterbacks in the draft or free agency. 100%. 100%. They're not here without Daniel Jones. Who are they going to put? They're wait not a minute. Here without Daniel Jones? They're not. Who? Wait a minute. Who is their backup? <laughs> who is their backup? Oh, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who is their, did, you, did you watch the game when Daniel Jones literally threw himself and scrambled for his life out of the pocket? He, as I know as a if they're getting that much time, that means those are picks. It's almost like he you, wasn't watching. You no, know, I, I didn't see it, but whenever someone talks to me about a quarterback and they tell me how much they run to 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 do whatever they need to do, I'm not I'm not buying it. If you said he was, you know, he was Brady like with precision and brought him back, but it's a scramble. This is scramble. How many times you y'all been in man and you turn your back on the quarterback and he scrambles? Listen, I'll give him some credit. He, okay, has, he has some mobility, but all I'm asking is, you say it's Daniel Jones, I say it's Brian Dayball. You know, you're talking about the same person mm. 
who, you know, did the same thing with Josh Allen last year. He leaves. Josh Allen this year has not performed at the level that he did last year. That's very evident. So I think John, Brian Dayball has something to do with that. Now, I will say I am surprised that the Giants have made the playoffs mm. with the injuries to the wide receivers and all the other positions that mm. they've had. But mm. there's a running back's best Why is there a but, though? Why is there a but? I'm, I'm going to ask Charles a question. I'm going to see oh, where he's God. at with I'm gonna, so So, Charles, is a quarterback's best friend – a thousand yard receiver or a thirteen hundred yard running back? I'm gonna take the thirteen hundred yard running back. Thank you, and that's what they have right now. So let's see. You know, that's exactly what they have. Right, but we ha they're forced to run the ball because I don't. You can't even name three competent receivers who could catch the ball. They if got me. You, if you have a more, they got me. They got me. You and Josina out there playing receiver. They all dropping it. Right, but have who's you watching the game? I wouldn't be dropping it. For? Are they scheming when the game when it, <laughs> during the week? Are they scheming for Daniel Jones or are they scheming for Saquon Barkley? They have to scheme for Saquon Barkley. Okay, thank you. Because I don't have any receivers to do anything with. Instead, when you go to Buffalo, I have Gabe Davis. I have Diggs. I have a, a, a great tight end. So I and, and I still can put the ball on the ground and run the football. I'm just saying get him some more weapons and then – Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. You can't just can't give me. You, you, you drafted, you, you drafted Tony. You drafted guys that just didn't pan out. You drafted a tight end that couldn't yeah. catch a cold, butt naked in Alaska. I mean, <laughs> I mean they tried. But what about the original question? Okay. I'm letting you know right now. So if you see me somewhere and I'm oh, yeah. still like, I'm going to say, I, I, I got it from you. I'm going to steal it from you. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay, I've been okay, using okay. that one. That's a good one, Clarence. I've been saying that one. That's a cold one. Hey, but listen, but what I'm saying is, so do you think any differently of the Jets with the Giants doing it in year one? That was the original question, Charles. Quick. I think that the Jets could have did the same if they had a capable quarterback. You put Danny Jones on the Jets, they go to the playoffs. Instead of Zach Wilson, instead of Zach Wilson, yes, the quarterback. Right. Look at the Jets' defense. Their corners are locking up. They got Sauce Gard and them boys out there playing real well. The front seven looks good. Mosley is playing ball at that inside backer. Their so defense. what you were saying is, well, is that the Giants wouldn't have well, done it if they had out, Zach Wilson. Time out. I know this is a basketball timeout. Timeout, timeout, What? 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 I'm just disappointed in Charles, man. This what? ain't a big game. So Charles, okay. So you say saying. you put Daniel Jones back there. So you put Daniel Jones on the Jets. Who is their thirteen hundred yard runner? Well, they they he's injured. It, exactly. How long he been injured? He's been injured the whole season. But they got another. They got James Robinson. They had got James Robinson from Jacksonville. Oh, so they oh so they got so someone traded them a great running back. Yeah, somebody traded him a, oh, a very good one. James, on James, oh, okay. oh, don't disrespect James Robinson. Now you didn't turn on the film. That's the same James Robinson who went to the Pro Bowl just a year and a half ago. That's so the same the James Robinson. Because what? the Jack who are the Jaguars? They're, 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 they're playing for a playoff position. Anyway. After five, six years, I would hope. They playing for something. Listen, wow. listen. Anyway, I agree with you. Daniel Jones has played better. And then hold on, Morris. This is the part that people don't know. I'll say this. I'm done. The Jaguars trade him for one. They wanted to do this from the get-go get because I know how it is in the league. First off, Doug Peterson is not James Robinson's guy. So when they come in, when that new coaching staff come in, guess what? He has ETN and things like that. Those are the people that he wants. Okay, James Robinson is not his guy, so he's a, hey, we're going to let him go. We can let him go. He's not my guy. That's not who I want. They do okay. that in organizations. So that's why it was so easy to get rid of him. Okay. It wasn't because okay. James Robinson fair, wasn't a capable fair. back. That's he fair. was damn sure capable back. Should have been the starter, but hey, we'll get rid of him, let him go. 
They man, let him go about his way. That's okay, why they did so we're moving fair. on really quickly to this other last topic here. Thoughts <laughs> on Ron Rivera's decision to go with Carson Wentz after the Commanders lose to the Browns 24 to 10. Carson Wentz went 16 for 28, 143, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. Morris. Carson, what, what, Clarence? What, what, what? You want to go first? I need to jump in here. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Because we're talking about quarterbacks in NFC. We're talking about the Giants. You know, Dak Prescott has a 27-6 record against the NFC, okay? Since he, since he what is your game. point? And you're bringing up Carson Wentz. And I remember when oh, there was so God. much talk about who was better, Dak or Carson. Carson or I always Dak. told that. Dak yeah. or Carson. Carson's the guy. He's number two overall pick. Oh, no, Dak no. Prescott has owned Carson Wentz since he's been in the league. And now, the, look at it. Now the rest of the, the league is finding out that Carson Wentz never was any good. He's no, on his third team. I don't well, know what Ron Rivera was talking. No, he didn't no, even no, know no, what they. No, now with the, the, with the Eagles, out. with the Eagles, he had a decent run. With the Eagles, Carson Wentz had a decent run. Oh my God! I can't. He wasn't even What do you need a timeout for, Morris? Because we need a timeout because at that time. At that time, at that time, Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott. No, he was never. He was just number two overall pick. He was just picked higher. He never was better. He was better. He was. He was better than so. So what? So how did how did the skills diminish? I mean, what happened to him? How did he fall off a cliff? How did skills diminish? First of all, he has a fragile ego, and he got hurt in that Rams game. He was never able to come back for it. Listen, right. I, if, if that I mean, year- His arm didn't get hurt. His brain didn't get hurt. Charles, are you okay? His legs didn't get hurt. Uh, went to, it's tough. It's a toss-up for real. I'm not no, lying. Let me, it's let really let me a toss-up. Let me tell you why it's not. That offense that Carson Wentz- That, that was, won the Super Bowl without him? No, yeah, but hold on now. Have a point. You have a point. That year that Carson Wentz was leading the league in MVP votes, Dak has always had offenses better than Carson Wentz. He's had all pro lines. He's had all pro Zeke. He's had all pro tight ends. He's had all pro receivers. Dak has always had everything. The one year that he didn't have receivers that year. All pro tight ends. Who, who, who was Dak's tight end when he came into the league, Clarence? Man, you know Whitmore Dan is prime this. Oh, no, he, he was, was not. It was old Whitmore. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I keep he was old Whitmore. I give him more that. He always had everything. Dak has already had, always had stuff. I and give him that. Eagles have always had a great line. They've always had Lane Johnson Peters. Eagles have always had a great line, too. It wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as Dallas. Dallas has yeah. always had damn near the best line in football. Almost every and, player on your and, offensive line and was a football player. Give you that anyway, now. That's a good one. I give you that it, one. It's not about I'm the wrong. line. It's about the player. Carson Wentz couldn't play. He still can't play. Goff couldn't play. Dak was the best quarterback in the draft then. He's the best quarterback from that draft so now. Okay, so Jared Goff, all those Man, watch out. Jared Goff was number one overall pick. Carson was number two. Dak was fourth round. Who's still with the same team? Dak came into the best. He came into the best situation. Clay. I agree. I agree. And he Dak made the most. Came into I know the a lot of people come in good situations. I know a lot I'm of people come in. I like that. So Carson came into a situation where another dude won the Super Bowl without him, and he came into a bad situation. No, 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 no. Carson Wentz came. It came into a situation to where the first league he struggled his first year. 
That was Doug Peterson's first year. Everybody questioned Doug Peterson, said he shouldn't have been the coach. He shouldn't have been hired because he had only coached high school. And then they, we had to bring in the second year, we brought in Alshon Jeffries. Now, we had Alshon Jeffries. We had, I mean, yeah, our running backs, we had, running backs that we brought in. We did not have a stable team when Carson was there. We had a great year that one. Who are 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 our defense was strong. Okay. And Doug Peterson had a, a good scheme. Okay. First of all, can we get back to the, the original question, which was about uh, Ron Rivera's decision Poor. to play Carson over Taylor Heineke? Listen, now, you know, off, Ron, Taylor, hold on. Taylor Heineke was starting in the game against the 49ers. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the second half, they had two turnovers. And then Ron Rivera decided to pull him. Carson comes in and he plays well. Um, you know, uh, relatively so. But this is, to me, always kind of the trap that teams, especially since Carson has left Philadelphia, have gotten into with Carson. Mm -hmm. And I've said this many times on the show, Charles, even in the first year of Undefined, when you used to come on there and we used to be arguing with uh, T.O. And, and Fred and Roddy White and all that, I said it from then, that Carson Wentz, uh, spe especially dealing with the ghosts of doubt after having your backup win the Super Bowl, yep. has fallen into this pattern of being able to better play hero ball when the expectations are lower as in like coming in for Heineke and now you're not necessarily expected you know certain things but when the thrust and the burden is placed upon his shoulders this is where he's continuously from Philadelphia to Indianapolis even when Jim Ursay ushered his departure at the end towards there and even now you know with the commanders his play tends to fall in that situation uh uh Charles go go ahead Charles so I say this first off. Taylor Heineke has earned the right to to start. I, I don't agree with the with the pulling of the quarterback. I mean, Carson Wentz been stealing more than Floyd and prize fights. I mean, like, dude, that dude is stole so much money right now. I mean, he, he's double dipping the contracts, a guaranteed baby, getting his money, and he's literally just throwing picks. I mean, these are blatant picks, and these this is, has been his career for the last three years he's but just Charles, looking at talking five picks. top five ten court you know top quarterbacks as it is because people are saying this about Derek Carr now and what, what what should happen with Derek Carr and with the picks and all this other stuff I mean you know how Listen. there's only so many Aaron Rodgers and 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 uh Patrick Mahomes and and whatever in the league I'm just but, but how many times but how many times are you going to give a guy a chance to screw up and just show you who he is there's well, a reason why he got him up out of Indianapolis I, so I there's agree. there's another reason why he got you know what I mean there's another reason why Taylor Heineke was starting. Here's a here's the problem. Mm. There's a couple of problems with Carson Wentz, but here's here's the, one of the main things with why mm -hmm. these teams take a chance. It's it's almost like a relationship. It's the if I could just if I could just with Carson Wentz, he's like a, 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 well, it's it's like this. It's like when a dude when a dude gets with a with a, a female that he's just so attracted to, but she just has the attitude. If I could just fix this and fix that, you know, you okay. Know I was wondering where your thoughts like, were going with that, but okay. But if we could just, and that's the problem with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a is an attractive, toxic girl. If we could just fix his fix this, head, yeah, right, yeah. because he has all the tools. He can make all the throws. But the problem is, for, for me being a huge Carson Wentz fan, like you say, I think he's extremely fragile mentally. 
Yes. Once he got that injury, and then once Nick Foles uh, won, won, the the, won the Super Bowl, he has not been able to recover. I don't think that he has the strength mentally to recover from that. And mm. he doesn't accept. There were a couple of interviews mm. when he was with the Eagles. Yeah. He would go out there and throw three interceptions, and then we luck up and win the game. And and it was almost his awareness was it was almost like he didn't do anything wrong. It was like everything was great. And Zach Wilson, he right there, he's like, yo. There's going to be a problem here with him. He doesn't have accept. Uh, he doesn't accept, you know, his own personal responsibility for the games and all that stuff plays a factor. In Go ahead, Clarence. I'm going to save you, uh, Morris, because women are going to be mad at you for using that analogy. There are more women who try to fix broken men than oh. men who try to fix oh. Oh. Than, oh. Than, oh. Than men who try to fix broken oh. women. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save you right here. He said your female <laughs> audience is in danger, <laughs> Morris. So women love you. They love you. I'm just well, saying they're going to be mad at you right now. No, no, because I've, I've heard it from both sides. <laughs> I got my partners, a couple of my closest partners. I, I understand it. This and it's that, and if I just if she was just if it was just if I I got paid a penny for every time someone in a relationship, (laughs) if I could just do this, if she just do that, I get you. But it's really more about I I I can tell you, just talking to the female audience, they they have that refrain more than men. Okay, because they take chances on broken men Clarence, like Clarence Carson Wentz, who really, who really, the issue with Carson Wentz, the really, the really issue with Carson Wentz is he's KP. He can't play. What he is that? He can't play. He can't it play. ain't about all of that. This can't play. Okay, like, well, they're okay. bad dudes. Yes. Well, here, here's here's the last way I want to just button up this topic real quickly, and we'll move on to final takes. Uh, is and 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 uh, Charles, you had mentioned this when you brought up Zach Wilson because we talked about you know not you know being fragile mentally, uh, and and I was talking about this with the Jets when they were making their final decisions to go back to Mike White after what happened with uh um you know uh Zach Wilson in Thursday Night Football is that and kind of shifting this a little bit to Zach is that I do not feel even though I don't think that Zach Wilson is quite in the mental ghost category. Category of a Carson Wentz, but I do think we're seeing traits of that because having been picked number two and then going through all this back and forth, particularly in the New York market, I, I do think he has certain skills that can evolve and refine, but I have serious questions. I'm not ready to put a cap on him yet, though I'm close. Um, I, I have serious questions about whether what is between both ears, if he has the DNA and the fortitude of that, you know, to be able to, you know, go on. And and, and by the way, I don't know if you saw this video on, on Twitter. Uh, they were showing uh, Gino Smith giving Zach Wilson you know, a hug after the game and what looked like, you know, words of encouragement. And I appreciate that from Gino. I just even still, even with that, I don't know that Zach can have the spark that Gino had. Yeah, I, I think that... Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that Zach Wilson has a lot of growing up to do. Um, You know what I mean? And, and I don't think it's... I'm, I'm ready to put a cap on him uh, as who he is as the player and as the quarterback. I just think that, you know, once he gets you know within himself to believe in himself that okay you know i can't be a capable quarterback in this league i can't do this job i have to be uh acceptable and, and be you know accountable for my actions and how i play the game then he'll be better off now and, and let me just say this carson Wentz, and there's no comparison his skill level and talent level rel- relative to zach wilson carson wants to have his size his mobility the arm, everything. And he's 
I what think about the accuracy? Of, what's that? What about the accuracy? Well, he's lost that. I think he's he's always been able to put teams on the shoulders. The arm. And, and, and Willis, well, he has a, his strength of an arm. I mean, he has a much, <laughs> much stronger arm. Is Zach Wilson accurate? Uh, but that's my point. I'm, but I'm not saying that he is, but I'm certainly yeah, not. I mean, if you're going to tell Carson Wentz's arm, certainly accuracy is a part of arm. Can't just Ac- have arm. Well, accuracy and, accuracy and arm strength. Charles will tell you. Charles yeah. will tell you. He got somebody yeah. blanket covered. And the, yep. and the quarterback holds that thing right up man, there. Man, A Rod throw it right there every time. Make, right it, seem there, like, you make it seem like you're not even there, baby. They gonna exactly. throw it right there every time. Every time. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't see you. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> is, is, is something there, but you know Carson is. I think has been a, a victim of himself as well. Like he, he just thinks he can just go out there and do too much. Um, but I think, listen, I agree with Charles. Zach, you know, he, he needs to mature a little bit. I wouldn't give up on the kid just yet. If I am the Jets, though, you I am. You wouldn't give up on him? You would not give up no, on him? No, I wouldn't. It's too early. It's too no, early. No, no. Zach, Zach can't you, play. Do you live in New York in the New Jersey area? Do you realize what they are saying about Joe Douglas right now and about Robert Sa, at least Jets Twitter? I'm not saying I ain't saying that. I'm just saying, do you even think that Joe and, and Robert Sala have the time to give Zach Wilson the time? I don't know that they have the time. He would have to come in and to it and I would say that he would have to come in a training camp situation and show it like he's a person that's trying to make the team he has to literally show it because if not then they have to move forward like I said it would be a situation where I would I'm the Jets I get me a quarterback I get the Jets are built to win now they're trying to win now the defense is ready I would go get Derek Carr you know I would would go not bad that's not bad I agree with you, Clarence. I will bring in Derek Carr as well. I'm not saying that I'm not bringing in any other competition, but everybody that I'm picked and prodded this cat, you know, from the combine to all the the, the private workouts, to, he has some him, talent. You don't to him to him dating his mama's best friend. What's that? To him dating his mama's best friend. Wow! 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 You got to go throw that in there. And on that note, we're going to final. T- Uh, I, before we leave, week 18 right now has some interesting games on the slate. I know we're waiting around the NFL as to whether, you know, these games are going to be played. I was asking Morris, which game should I go to this week? But just so you all know, uh, the the Ravens are at Cincinnati. Uh, the Chiefs are uh, at the Raiders. That would have been maybe more interesting if the Raiders had won. Uh, Detroit is at Green Bay. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? Um Jaguars, uh, Dallas Titans. is at Commanders. Yeah, that is at night. Uh, the Jets are at Miami, even though the Jets are at, out of it. Miami's still fighting. So, uh, Morris, what what is your game of the week here? Uh, this is. Let me just say, it's just so ugly. It's just an ugly. Uh, <laughs> you don't like this slate. You don't like this slate. I don't like this slate. Uh, I, I would probably have to pick. I mean, look. Unless, have- unless you want to use that to be able to say that the NFL should cancel. That's another reason for canceling week 18. <laughs> no, they have to play the game as eventually. They could cancel this week and then reschedule it for the, the next week. But I would, I would personally say I think the storyline, you know, we'll see what Jacksonville does with Trevor Lawrence. I know people are going to say Detroit with Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that a few many times before. Okay, one of them's going to make it. Then they're going to get blasted by the San Francisco 49ers if they have to go. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be Green Bay in Detroit. <laughs> Thank you. They brought the story. Why? They were four Why? and eight. They Why? were four and eight and left for dead. The Cowboys gave them life. They let them come back. The Jets gave digit. them life. 
Well, the Cowboys let them come back. They were ahead of. They were dead. The Cowboys finished off. They were up by fourteen in the fourth quarter. They finished that game. They're done. They're mm-hmm. back. They're on this winning streak. You, you know, my thing, like from the Cowboys' perspective, you don't want Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. They don't let both of the old men back in the playoffs. Well, hey, you know, let me tell you something. Listen, you know, you know. Let me just say this. You know who does want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is the 49ers because they always spank them. They have. There. They yeah. have in the past. But this may be different. You got Brock Purdy Brock quarterback. Purdy. You saw what you saw the 49 defense against the Raiders. I mean, again, they're not a, they're they're not a juggernaut either. They can plays can be made. And if anybody's gonna make those plays, I like the way this receiving core, this receiving core has matured over the last half of the season. They're I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Lions Packers too. The reason why I'm gonna say not the Jaguars Titans game, I mean, we've seen this movie before. I'm from Jacksonville. Of course, everybody wants Jacksonville to win, but we play they playing the Titans. They're gonna give the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times. They're gonna give the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times and run Jacksonville right out the playoffs. It happens all what? the time. We've this seen this. the same Titans so. team right now. It's, it, it don't have to be. It's the Who same gonna play Jaguars. quarterback for the Titans. It don't matter to give them 30 carries. Watch what I say, Clarence. 30 carries. They're gonna give it to Derrick Henry 30 times, run for 145, get Jacksonville out of there, and they blow it. And we say, well, we just we were close, but we weren't supposed to do anything this year anyway. That's gonna be the story. Now, Lions, Packers, I want to see the Lions win. I want to see the Lions get in. Why? Because Dan Campbell got them boys over there eating raw snails and snakehead, and they're playing hard. <laughs> and they're a capable defense. I love Aiden Hutchinson. He's like one of my favorites right now. Dude mm. catching interceptions, getting sacks. I mean, he's just proven his number one overall pick. He just, I mean, he's just proven like where he is in the oh, league right so now. Even with K. So, Thibodeau coming on late towards the end of the season, you South Gardner, South Gardner is the rookie of the year. Stop it. Let's, I, I let's, let's stop it. Let's not even. Aiden Hutchinson is catching. Di- South Gardner's rookie DB of the year. Okay, let's let's South Gardner rookie of the year. I, I, I will but say you, this: I would love to see the Lions make the playoff game. I would love to see that with where they come from. I w- I would love to see that. I just don't think it's going to happen. But I would love. Well, to they see. need Seattle to lose for the Lions again. Yeah. Have Seattle has to lose too. It, it but uh, but yeah, we, who's not rooting for for Detroit? You know, for what yeah. they've gone through. You, you know, you love Dan Campbell. I love Aaron Glenn, the defense coordinator. Yeah. You know, you, yep, you, Ag. You, you, you you would love to see them get in the playoffs, and they got yeah. a chance. I mean, they they got an offense. You know, just worry about and that defense. And also, Deuce Staley's on there. And Deuce Deuce Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. He's he on that coaching staff. And uh, yeah. what's my man who used to be the head coach of the Chargers on that line's uh, coaching staff? Oh no, he's not there anymore. Yes, he is. Anthony Lynn. Yeah, Anthony Lynn. Yeah. He's no, on he's that. Anthony, I'm sorry, he's not there anymore. He, he left. Yeah, he, he left. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I thought he he was there last year. Well, he's not there anymore. Man. Okay, well, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> Look, listen, we got a text message that came into the show. Somebody want to tell more or something that just came in. Hot okay. off the presses at 11.37 a.m. From the one and only Derek Augustine, big Saints mm. fan, uh, says, quote, I am running errands, but tell Morris that the Saints beat the Eagles. Okay. Wow. They did. Right. They, talk, talk about, they did. And, and listen, I always, when, when, when people win, I always like to come on. I always like to give them the opportunity to, you know, to get that get back, just like I did with Clarence. But tell tell Derek that, you know, he can come to the house and watch the playoff games that we play in. Oh, and wow. Then, and then he can come to watch, he can come to my house and watch the draft when we get that first overall pick. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I got a quick question, Yes, hurry what's up. The, what's the Eagles record with their backup quarterback? Oh, mm. the Gardner Minshew? Oh, what are they, 0-2? Okay, oh, I was just, I was just oh, okay. I mean, sometimes, some teams win with their backup quarterback. <laughs> 
Man, y'all gotta cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Some teams, teams lose with their starters. You can call it both ways. Okay. Well, whatever. And last thing before we guys wanted to say, Charles, I'm highly disappointed. You were you had a you had a guys trip to Jamaica. I saw wow. you on uh, Instagram or Twitter jumping off the waterfalls and Dunn River. You sure that wasn't the DR? You sure you wasn't the DR? You didn't invite Clarence. You you having the party? Wow, Charles is flexing to Jamaica with the boys trip. Okay. Wow. I was just look, man. I'm a single man for one. Yes. But but for two, it was my best friend's birthday, man. So we took him out of Jamaica, man. It was basically a guy trip. Had a great time for about a week, man. It was it was lovely. And I'm sure all y'all do. Girls, y'all having a time and afraid every day. Yeah, man. Sat in the circle, man. We ain't with all that other extra stuff. We ain't with all that extra stuff. What you say, Claire? Y'all was in the DR. I know where y'all was. No, no. Hey, listen, Brandon. you all the same, boy. You all the same. Brandon Graham gave the PSA of the show. You know, get to ground yourself with a good woman at home. That was the PSA announcement for the NFL year and the NFL players. But on that note, I appreciate everybody being on the show, including our VIP guest, Eagles defensive end, BG Brandon Graham in the building. Thank you, Clarence Hill, Charles James, for coming on, Morris. I know I made your day. I know I made your day. You did, you did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. And with that, we are out. Peace. All right. Yo. You know we went to